0: Today's program was made possible by the generous prayer and support of the faithful friends and partners of this ministry. Visit our new website at sheila.media.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Sheila Zelensky Show for this October 30th, 2018 edition. I want to thank everyone who is emailing me. For those that you don't know, my just-turned-70-year-old father was just diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. And he had brain radiation, so I was at the Kelowna Cancer Clinic dealing with that. So in addition to an inoperable brain tumor, he's also got stage 4 lung cancer. He's not doing well right now after the radiation, but he has had whole brain radiation, and you only get one shot of that in your life. And a lot of people have been emailing me and asking, is there anything they can do? Yes, you can keep him lifted up in your prayers. And my sister has started a GoFundMe medical account that is linked in the description below if you care to donate to that. Expenses really are piling up. So if you have the means to donate any amount, I would be really, really grateful for that. You can also go to ww.sheila.media. That's ww.sheila.media. Go up to the donate. You'll see the donate on the menu you, click on that. My maiden name is McLarty. So you'll see the McLarty Medical Fund, you'll see an icon, you just click on that. And I want to thank everyone for their prayers. And for their support, it means a great deal to me. And I'm down to doing just one show a week. And I had to have this guest on because the madness is off the charts. And it's such a pleasure to have Mr. Steve Quayle weigh in on the midterm madness and mayhem. It is the one and only Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. Steve, have you ever seen anything like this right now? What a very
0: perilous time we're living in, and what amazing revelations are coming forth as to the true nature of this secret government, the true Luciferian control of the mainstream media. You know, when Jesus said that the love of money is the root of all evil, not money, but the love of it, the control of the money of the world is the control of all evil, and now we're seeing the full surveillance society, the all-seeing eye of Lucifer, obviously Orwell's telepresence coming into our lives in such a I would say formidable manner. You know, Facebook, I'm not on Facebook, though I have a managed Facebook account because at one point there were literally hundreds of people pretending to be me on Facebook. So I have Rhonda who monitors that, but here's the deal. I called it Faces of Death Book. Now everything is going to facial recognition. Everything is going to be able to brain scan, read our minds. The pre-crime that was shown in minority Report. All of science fiction has been headed this way, and right now, I'm choosing my words very carefully. I don't believe that people recognize that God, in using Donald Trump as a prosecuting attorney, is absolutely showing America's leaders the sins of the leaders to the people. And I'm talking about senators, I'm talking about congressmen, I'm talking about the elite, and the people's sins before a holy God. Look at the ramp Satanism, the rampant demon worship, the rampant child sacrifice, the rampant cannibalism, the rampant blood sacrifice, the mockery of the Lord Jesus Christ, the cowardice of the professants. Now, professant just means somebody who claims to be a follower of Jesus, but would never speak his name unless they offend somebody. And Sheila, I said it on your show before, but one time the Lord asked me a question and I was bemoaning the fact that God, it bothers me. The thing that bothers me most in the whole world is the fact that people who claim to be Christians are so quiet about Jesus. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, you know this is really bugging me? And I didn't get an answer at that point. But out of the blue, he spoke to me, I don't know if it was a couple days later or three or four days, but within a week, let's say, he said, Steve, how many of my people take me seriously when I stated, except ye confess me before men, I will not confess you before my father, which is in heaven. I said, well, Lord, you know the answer to that. But my sense is that People don't believe your words, so therefore, they don't understand the responsibility. Sheila, you and I deal. Obviously, you're a talk show host. I'm a talk show host. We've talked on the air now for years, but you know that so few of Christians are taking up the name of Jesus in power and authority that the whole world is languishing at the hand of the devil. That is my opinion, and if someone would prove me wrong, because now what we've got, we've got a civil war in our country brewing. God has stripped the veneer, the fake covering of everything. And I believe this goes to the statements and sorry, you know, I've never claimed to be a prophet. I'm not. But I do know this. When I stated five, six years ago, before God allows Russia and China to nuke the United States, he would reveal the sins of the leaders to the people and the people's sins before a holy God. At that point, there was no talk of World War Three. There was no open hostility between Russia and the United States, China and the Russian, China and the United States. It was always being done in the background with spies. Now, in the last 72 hours, in the last 72 hours, probably going into 96 now, but let's just say this, the last three to four days, the headlines, China prepares for war with the United States. Russia prepares for war with the United States. And let me share with everybody what Russia's position is. Putin made the statement, if history has taught him anything. They who strike first win. Now, here's the issue at hand, because this is this is the exact quote from Dmitri Dudeman, a Romanian pastor. The angel that's talking to Dimitri Dudeman. By the way, if people don't understand. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses. This is very similar to Henry Groover's vision. But here's here's the angel speaking to Dimitri Dudeman, September 1984. He said, "Remember this, Dimitri. The Russian spies have discovered where the new." nuclear nuclear warehouses are in America. When the Americans will think that is peace and safety from the middle of the country, some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the ocean, from Cuba, Nicaragua, Mexico, he told me two other countries, but I don't remember what they were. They will bomb the nuclear warehouses. When they explode, America will burn. And then Dimitri responds to the angel, what will you do with the church of the Lord? How will you save the ones that will turn towards you, I asked. He said, tell them this, how I saved the three young ones from the furnace of fire and how I saved Daniel and the lion's den is the same way I will save them. Now, that's a pretty powerful word. Now, again, I want to put this into perspective. I understand that anybody who tells the truth is considered negative. I've been accused of everything. People say, why do you spend so much time defending yourself? I'm not defending myself. I'm defending the word of the Lord that is literally coming to pass that people mocked, ridiculed, scorned, made light of, said I was a fear monger, said I was a doom horn purveyor. Yet right now, Sheila, we are at the point, since if the Democrats don't win, there's gonna be blood in the streets. Well, good night. There's so much blood on the hands and on the lips of the uh, Democrats and all the Satanism. And you know what's fascinating to me? Even on Matt Grudge today and today is the you know, 30th of October, it shows Hillary and as a witch dressed up for Halloween. So ladies and gentlemen, the other day when I saw Hillary Clinton quoting the words of Jesus, suffer the little children as to come unto me, knowing what she's involved in, knowing all of of the occult rituals that she's known to have partaken in. This is maddening, but it's also a slap in the face. Now, let me jump back to Dimitri Dudeman. Eight years or nine years later, after Dimitri said, there were two other countries that he couldn't remember the names of. I'm taking a shower, and out of the blue, out of the blue, the Lord said, Steve, the two nations that you've been pondering in your heart are Germany and France. Now, Germany has gone, basically, we stole all our gold. You know, the fact that obviously Donald Trump recognizes Angela Merkel for who she is and what she is. The Illuminati and the globalists intend to destroy Western civilization by tearing down the foundations, the borders, the language, the culture, and the history of individual nations. Because remember, they want a giant blob of new age goo, okay? G-O-O. It's like some late 50s movie of the blob, this kind of black tar mass that just absorbed everything in its past. I remember Art Bell, when I first went on Coast to Coast you know, what, decade and a half ago or whatever, maybe two now? You know, I think his statement was, well, I sure hope not, and I don't think that will happen. And it's happening now. So Sheila, just as you read the headlines and see everything going on, when it comes to insanity, Sheila, there is no end to it. When it comes to perversion. There is no end to it until Jesus puts an end to it. And the collective mindset of the American citizenry openly has been attacked by MK Ultra and mind control experiments at the highest levels of a former head of the CIA. Made the statement that we'll know our efforts have been successful when everything the American people believe is a lie. See, the problem is, is even I think it was either Goering or Goebbels or Gebels, you know, a Nazi that made the statement. Thank God, people don't think. And I want to. Make this clear. For all you atheists and agnostics that will listen to this broadcast, don't you think it's funny that those who don't believe God exists go out of their way to make sure they put their two cents worth in? And they can't even name the name of Jesus because the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord unto the glory of God the Father. So the point is, is that what we're seeing, Sheila, is in my opinion the reckless abandonment of the faith, we're seeing situational Christianity. We're seeing now even Christian groups embracing Marxism,
1: cultural
0: Marxism, claiming that Jesus was a social revolutionary. And that just is astonishing to me.
1: But what's more astonishing to me, Steve, is how the church is in a candy coated coma. There was actually, I posted this, I was so stunned a practicing minister says Christians can also be witches. Hey, nothing to see here with biblical warnings. And many people are embracing that ideology. It wasn't bad enough on October 20th. All the witches in the world came together to hex Brett Kavanaugh and and bind Donald Trump. Of course, we've seen that in front page news headlines. But this is the kicker, Steve. It was The actual spells, the incantations, the the hexes they were performing were being broadcasted on NBC. What planet is this?
0: Well, I can tell you this. NBC, look up what is the emblem of the NBC Broadcasting Company. What it is is a peacock, and the peacock is the the sign of one of the Greek goddesses. And the Greek goddesses, you go back to mythology, okay? The peacock is a sign of the goddess, the Greek goddess Hera, the consort of Zeus. And what you're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, it's just like CBS. What's CBS? It's like the all-seeing eye on the top of the pyramid. So when you're looking at all this stuff, even look at, look at the names of the planets. Look at the Moons of the specific planets. They're all named for mythology. Now, where does it sound like, Sheila? It's Genesis 6, when in fact, gods, and by the way, there's two groups of gods in Greek mythology. They're the Titans, which would be the fallen angels, and then they're the Olympians, which would be the giants. And so, what's fascinating is it's all back in our face right now.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's really nothing new under the sun. And don't you see a theme of all, you know, you mentioned Titans, you mentioned the Olympians. Every video game we see now is Apollyon, Abaddon. There's all these, you know, not just demonic entities, but all these ancient Egyptian gods and goddesses, the Ammonites, the Amorites, the Grecian, the Roman. This really is a reemergence of all the god men, really.
0: Yes, and that's really important. We've had Egyptian gods paraded through the United States, Anubis. We've had the Arch of Baal, which Baal was that and he whose sacrifices of young children were made. The old gods are back. On the Empire State Building, we've seen Kali, uh, you know, the Hindu destroyer. We're seeing if people really take a look, what is the patron saint of CERN? You have the cosmic destroyer in Hindu mythology as the patron saint, as the symbol of CERN. And this is CERN is saying this, they're going to be able to destroy and recreate the Earth. Now they make fun of those of us who talk about this, but remember they are the ones who use the Hindu god, it was the same thing that Oppenheimer The famous atomic scientist said, you know, he has become the destroyer of worlds. Nothing is happening by mistake. Nothing is happening by chance. It is all being planned.
1: Absolutely, it's being planned. And it's been in the works for a lot of years. It's the, the Cloward and Piven strategy. It is absolutely rules for radicals on steroids. You know, I I didn't call it caravans. I called it Soros-sponsored invasion forces. We see what's going on at that southern border. Now the United Nations telling Trump, oh, no, no, you're not going to send the military there. The UN as a whole that Bravo Sierra hole, we need to shut that thing down. But it's just the convergence and the culmination of everything. And then you've got these these sorrows evangelicals that are selling us out. You know, it's not bad enough. We have the clergy response team that was selling us down the river. If it wasn't for Trump, Steve, I am convinced we'd all be in a FEMA camp right now.
0: I believe that, too. And listen, there are professors out there that claim that all of us who have made the statement about Donald Trump as Christians are all deceived. You know, it's fascinating to me, uh, Sheila, that Trump gets the Christian missionary that was uh, held in Turkey released. He gets the... Christians in South Africa, he bought them time. When Ramaphosa, the president of South Africa, was talking about cutting the throats of Christians and stealing their land, okay? And most people don't realize that South Africa is a very godly nation, especially the whites, okay? And look at the war on whites. Now look, I am not a racist, I'm a realist. I, I don't care what color a person is, except in their heart. And those who have black hearts, and Don Donald Trump, God... Bless the president when he said, "If you guys start to do that, I'm sending U.S. troops in there." What other president had the spine to do that? Remember, Ramaposa and the other guy—forget his name—but basically, he's the one who said, "We're going to slit the throats of the whites and take their property." The See, member American National Congress, which are communists. And by the way, before the statement was made, Obama was down there stirring up the feces, and I mean that because it's a very very dangerous thing that the leaders of a country such as South Africa would talk about slitting the throats of whites. And Donald Trump said, don't do it. And that's when they went silent. I believe Donald Trump will go down in history as the one that basically stopped that slaughter because South Africa has called millions of Christians together for prayer and fasting. Where do you think that will happen in the United States? Where, when, or
1: if? Yeah, great point, Steve. And no, listen, I'm taking a lot of flack for saying military tribunals are in the cards. Uh, I believe people are going to be, I don't know if it's just wishful thinking, they'll be perp walked at Gitmo. I truly believe that you're going to see people charged for treason and even executed for treason. I know those are bold statements. I feel like once the red tsunami hits after that, Trump will pull back the hammer and justice will be served. A lot of people are in virulent disagreement. I mean, maybe it's just more that I'm praying to God that justice gets served to these these devils like the meerkat himself, Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch mob, as you so eloquently nicknamed her, Hillary Clinton, that occultist. I mean, being on tour, who can stomach that? Do you think we'd be blessed enough to see these devils perp walked at Gitmo? Steve, you know a lot of military. What's your take on it?
0: Well, let me share this. I know the former commandant of Guantanamo Bay, the, you know, Gitmo, as it's called. And I literally, you know, I I can send you an email from him, he's retired now, but I've asked him if they've moved extra soldiers and everything in there, and he said, Steve, it may be happening, but when you're talking about that many people, it would take a major presence to basically control and place that many people in there. I pray it's true. I don't have peace in my spirit that it is.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I think one thing we can agree on, Steve, they are hitting this president with the kitchen sink. I mentioned Rules for Radicals. I mentioned Cloward and Piven. I mean, this is just classic inundation. Bombard, bombard. I mean, Donald Trump, one thing we have to say is this guy, he has had his hands full.
0: Yes, and that's really important. Look, Everybody who's listening to this broadcast, Sheila, needs to go and look up Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. The 13th rule is to simply overwhelm the target, in this case, President Trump, and just come at him with everything. Nobody outside of somebody chosen by God could stand against the slander, the assault, the threats. And by the way, there have been numerous attempts to kill him. Those are covered up. They just don't tell those things. And I want to make sure sure that people understand something. We are now, we have rejected the God of our fathers, and they can go embrace a borough, that's a nice way of saying, you know, kiss the wrong end of a borough, who claim that this wasn't a Christian nation. Look, I understand that many of the founding fathers were deists. They did believe in a God, but they understood something, that the principle of the Reformation and also the Renaissance, that changed the history of the world. And now we've got an attack on American males, okay? You've got the white males who have the lowest sperm count, I think, in the last 100 years. We can't even reproduce. The Muslims are on record as saying that their women's wounds will be the weapon by which they defeat the West. Look at what's happening in Germany, Norway, Sweden. Sweden's gone. Sweden no longer exists. In my opinion, Germany no longer exists, and Britain. And what people don't understand, this is Albert Pike's Third World War vision. And the Third World War and Albert Pike, you can go look at Morals and Dogma and look up Lucifer is the God they serve. So the point being is is that we're seeing right now the attempt to get the Muslims to kill the Christians and the Jews and then they come in, quote unquote Albert Pike, with the pure doctrine of Lucifer. Now, they can argue and they can argue all they want but Sheila, even beyond Masons of the seventh seventeen and 1800, you go back to the Egyptian priesthood. That's why you're using, if you will, or they're using the pyramid, the chief cornerstone, you know, the eye of Horus, and everything that we're seeing right now is witchcraft related, human sacrifice related, the Arch of Baal, and, and let me just share one other thing that most people, I think, forgot. The United Nations is one of the most occult United States god United States and God-hating organizations of the world. It's built on the old slaughterhouse grounds of New York, so the ultimate blood sacrifice, I don't even know how much blood is in the ground, you know I could try and find out how many animals are sacrificed, how many pints of blood are in the animal and calculate it, but isn't it interesting that the old ways are back, the arch of Baal is back, and Baal obviously, he demanded the sacrifice of the innocent, it's so perplexing and and I want to share something Uh, this came to me on somebody's radio show, and I forget who it was, but instantly it was dropped into my spirit. When Christians would not fight for the lives of the unborn, they allowed the blood of the innocents to lubricate the ritual magic machinery and technology that would ultimately cause their demise. Now, I can assure you, nobody in the history of the world has ever said that, because I don't believe that people could even receive that until this time. By the way, sir, is the goddess Shiva the destroyer, and if most people look at their, obviously their logo, it's 36666. So, you know, it's, uh, whether CERN actually had the human sacrifice before it, everything in celebration of CERN is always based on the occult. The word occult means hidden, and I believe God is blowing it all open, but you know what the sad part is? Even though God is revealing the root of evil, people will still choose the fruit of Evil, just as Eve did in the garden.
1: You know, you and I used to have these terms circus, ridiculous, Caligula level insane asylum. Have you ever, in your past 40 years, seen anything? I mean, this is unequivocal. Have you ever seen anything like this, Steve, to date?
0: Well, again, you know, the whole world is insane, okay? And when you reject God, you reject sanity. Sin is insanity, okay? But sin is not just an act. It is a power that only through the blood of Jesus can we escape it. There is no escape from the insanity of sin without Jesus Christ. You know, I was asked, and forgive me. I forget where I was asked. Oh, I think it was on Greg Hunter's show. Greg Hunter's show the other day, it played on Sunday. Greg said, give me the good news. I said, the good news is Jesus Christ. By the way, God bless Greg Hunter. Pray for him. He's a guy that's not ashamed of Jesus. And Greg really is a fantastic newsman. So, you know, the thing that I think is problematic for people, whose report are they going to believe? We're going to re- believe the report of the Lord. You know, Sheila, I got a lady today and... Basically, she was busting my chops because I talk about all this negative stuff, but I don't talk about what people need to do. She wanted things to basically be sweeter for her palatability. But it was interesting because... All of the signs and all of the indications that Jesus spoke of are now present. And, you know, again, the cannibalism. I remember making the statement 25 years ago on talk radio. Again, I believe it was God showing me the future when he gave me the panorama of history, when I saw him face to face. People call me a liar. I can tell you this. You can talk to people that knew me one day before I got saved and one day after. And I say, man, something happened to that guy because he changed instantly overnight. And so when I saw the panorama of history, the two things that stood out in my mind and when God said, Steve, I'm going to give you a Joseph's ministry to prepare my people for the end times. Look, at that point, I didn't know who Joseph was. I didn't know who his people were. This is after I accepted Jesus in my heart at a Hal Lindsey meeting at campus on MSU 1972. And yet all of these things have come to pass. And that's what I was doing, preparing the people of God. But again, he said, if I would warn the people of God, and this is something I want to share with people, God said, if I would be willing and faithful to warn his people, he'd bring the people across my path to tell me what I need to know. Now, obviously, the devil knows that, and so there's been times when, honestly, some of the information that I believe was true wasn't, but none of the stuff I'm talking about is in that category, because people can deny it all they want, but can't? cannibalism fills the headlines. That's one of the things the Lord said, we kick off the Great Tribulation, and when all the world's volcanoes, the major volcanoes, start coming active at the same time, and great earthquakes in diverse places, the earthquakes now are I, I just pun intended, but off the charts. And so we're going to see the most perplexing time in man's history, and there is no way to deal with it unless you're prepared for it, and know that just as Dmitri Dudeman was told by the angel, just as God was with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the fiery furnace, just as God was with Daniel in the lion's den, God will be with us. But you cannot take his protection for granted. Start praising him, start claiming his word, because you know Jesus defeated, I mean Jesus could have just knocked the devil out and taken him out forever. And sometimes I wish he would have. And I really do. But he defeated the devil by the Word of God. And remember, Satan started out the conversation by quoting the Word of God. So, again, even in Eden, he quotes the Word of God. Just as Satan quotes the Word of God in Eden, hath God said, okay, and what do you say? Ye shall not surely die. For God knows in the day that you eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, ye shall be as God. So, you know what, I want people to take away from this program tonight, Sheila, and by the way, it's not just one caravan at three caravans. Al Cuphead has been warning people. You know, I put him on the air 25 years ago. In those days, I called him Mr. C because he was still with the military and I didn't want to disclose his identity. But we're getting reports of weaponry being flown into Mexico, being flown into the gangs and actual Chinese cargo planes landing throughout the country. Let me read this right now. May I do that?
1: Yeah, do. This
0: is tonight. This is tonight. Uh, He said this, dear Steve, okay, I got you, brother. He said, Today, 10-30-18, I got a highly reliable report from a field-grade Air Force officer with a strategic command security clearance saying secretive unmarked planes determined to be of Chinese origin are landing at airports across the USA. Al used to be associated with the Joint Chiefs of Staff, okay? I want people to understand something. We're watching the potential. These Illuminists will do anything to take President Trump down and it is of imperative whether you like him or not, pray for him because he's standing against the most powerful evil in the world. And you know, it was interesting. I was asked on talk radio, I think it was uh, George Norrie, but he said, Well, Steve, is this an endorsement of Donald Trump? By the way, it was a year before he declared that he was running. He said, Absolutely. I know who hates him, and everybody who hates Donald Trump hates me, what I stand for. And you know, it's fascinating, Sheila. You know, you're not ashamed of Jesus, David Langford's not. Ashamed of Jesus. God bless Hawk. He's certainly not ashamed of Jesus. And by the way, Hawk for the first time in about three years, I'll be on with him on Thursday night. But it's gonna be uh, five o'clock mountain, whatever six o'clock central. But it's gonna be an important thing because Hawk has stood faithful to Jesus Christ all these years. I put him on twelve years ago, I think, and he knows he knows what I said twenty-five years ago, and I I don't remember everything. But we went around the world, I asked him a question. So I think people want to tune into that. And I think you'll be blessed to listen to that, too. Let me say this, too. Prepare for war. China's president issues dire warning as the U.S. vows to not back down. And I'm not being, quote, fear-provoking. I'm not being fear-engendering or fear-initiating. And isn't it interesting that the people that call anybody who tells the truth fear porn purveyors, porn is what titillates someone. It is not. And by the way, all pornography is based on fallen angels because if you basically look at the Book of Enoch and the Book of Giants, hello, I don't know if they had television, but they were certainly interested in earth women, they being the fallen angels. One third of the angels fell that followed Lucifer. Only 200 of the angels committed sex sins originally when they fell on Mount Hermon. Where is Mount Hermon? Ah, guess who occupies Mount Hermon to this day? The United Nations. Does that surprise anybody?
1: Oh, yeah. New World Order Central, the United Nations in lockstep, by the way, with the, the Vatican. I mean, I wrote the book Green Gospel and I talk about how and it's not just the green agenda that the United Nations is promulgating along with the Pope and the Vatican, but they're also setting us up for the whole alien card as well. Let's not forget I covered a show way back in 2011 that the United Nations appointed an ambassador to the alien world that was people can go back and look that up and and just last year i covered um the united nations posted an office for outer space affairs and i have that at careers.un i have a copy of that and let's not forget i mean the vatican the united nations let's not forget steve when the pope said he would and i quote baptize aliens I didn't forget that one.
0: Then the remarkable investigative journalism that the late Chris Putnam and Tom Horn did at Mount Graham, as Tim Alberino and I pointed out, in The Unholy Sea, and people need to get that video. They absolutely need to get that video. They can download it on Vimeo.com or they can go to Gen6.com. And by the way, Sheila, we're announcing the 2019 Gen6 conference The True Legends Conference in Branson early because you know, last year we announced it in January and people started buying tickets so fast and we sold out, I don't know, 45, 60 days in advance. But this year we're given a $25 discount for people that want to buy their tickets and also if they want to get the DVDs. And let me just say this on your show because a lot of your listeners purchased the DVD set from Branson, they're all being shipped this week. We've been literally shipping out, you know, hundreds a day, but we're going to give a uh, special until the first year because we want to get people to understand that we can't control the capacity of the mansion in Branson beyond what we're allowed to. And people have been sending me emails. Uh, you know, can we get our tickets now? So if you go on gen6.com or go on my website, stevequail.com, go over to the right-hand side. And this year is going to be interesting. You know, God has given us the general theme for the first year, the second year, and this will be the third year. It's going to be fascinating for people because we've got a lot of people. By the way, we've got non-Christians. People love Hugo de It was one of the most remarkable presentations that I've ever heard in my life. But basically the True Legends Conference in Branson, 2019, September 13th through the 15th, is called "Answering the Alien Question." Timothy Alvarino will have his new book, "Alien Armageddon." I'm going to be dealing with alien wars, past, present, and future. And by the way, one of the books I wrote was, I think, the second book I ever wrote, called "Aliens and Fallen Angels: A Sexual Corruption of the Human Race." If somebody wants to have a single book that that has the aliens, the giants, the fallen angels. Angels all in one volume, that book has been remarkable. God has used it, okay, to win people all over the world to himself because it answers the hard questions. It answers the questions that the Christians are too cowardly to deal with. And you know this, you talk about fallen angels having sex with earth women, people will quote, well, in heaven, they're neither given or taken a marriage, but are as the angels. Yeah, that's in heaven. That's why Jude said they kept not their first estate, you know? So it's an important point to understand this. Look at what's destroying the family, the home life. Look at the, if you will, selfies. Doesn't the scripture say uh, men will be lovers of themselves more than God? Look at the whole concept of self. Man, you know, this makes Greek mythology seem like little The whole idea, people are dying, Sheila. They're falling off 3,000 foot cliffs, going for the ultimate selfie. Well, the ultimate selfie, I'll tell you this, you keep your eyes on yourself, you will die. You keep your eyes on Jesus, you will live. That's as blunt as I know how to be.
1: Well, I love what you said off air. We were talking about the Cartrassian's look at this kingdom of self, the selfie world. I mean, Instagram capturing yourself. It is absolutely mind numbing. Jesus said, deny yourself. These huckster pastors, they keep you focused on the world with, you know, every day is a Friday. We need to be focused on heaven. And that ties in with the Me Too movement. Oh, everybody touched me 30 years ago. I mean, it's just getting, you know, when everybody's a pervert, I guess no one, is steve I wanna
0: share something, Sheila. This whole Me Too movement, let me take that into AI and robotics. The whole Me Too movement, everybody in Hollywood knew exactly what they were getting into. And the whole idea of the Me Too movement and the feminism, I believe, is based on the spirit of Mystery Babylon. And if you know the whore that rides a beast, what's going to happen? You've got the American male being chemically castrated and emasculated. He's got sperm counts that won't not allow themselves to reproduce. Then you've got women hating men actually forming islands for themselves. Hello, welcome to Edgar Rice Burroughs' novels on the Amazon Queens. And then you've got the situation with sex robots where men and whole countries like Japan prefer the concert of sex dolls to human interaction. Then you've got Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and Tweeterdom, and I'm sorry, I'm not on Twitter, the world of Twitterdom, and what you've got is you've got the alienation of human contact and human communication. You see, this is the interesting thing. The whole language of creation is being changed, and welcome to Technolon, that's technological Babylon, because now you have translators where you speak into the, you know, through your phone, speak into this little thing, you play it back, it converts the language to the person you're talking to, vice versa, but they're talking about doing that in real time. In other words, you will have such artificial intelligence in your brain that will be pre programmed with every language in the world, and you can speak it through the universal translator, and it will absolutely, you will be able to speak to anybody, any language, anywhere. Hello, does that sound like uh, Babylon? Does that sound like, gee, you know, everybody speaks the same language. And this is what's so fascinating to me. I believe when God and the devil went at it, God said, okay, you're going have to tell what you're going to do, you know, and the devil said, you're on. And I'm sure the devil said, good, I just won that argument because people won't listen to God, they'll listen to me. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, the old Bob Dylan song, you got to serve somebody. Unfortunately, at one point he had close to conversion, but then recently he's come out and said he sold his soul to the devil. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the deal. God's people have to pray and discern. They have to ask themselves honestly, are we being given a reprieve from the Democrats who are communists and Marxists, who want every form of perversion known to man, Nancy Pelosi calling us, anybody other than them, collateral damage? And let me put that into terms that everyone will understand. Collateral damage is a military term that says that's when the innocent get blown up with a targeted a group of uh, bad guys. Okay, so that should infuriate everybody that you've got a congresswoman calling for the death of all of us as collateral damage. Look, even on uh, I just posted a story tonight and go on WorldNet Daily and read it there. You know, uh, the denial by the leftists of violent threats against Trump and Republicans. The powers that be are directly threatened by anybody who tells the truth. So, give me control of a nation's money, and I care not who writes its laws with a Rothschild statement. Give me control of a nation's headlines, and I care not who tells the truth. Remember, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And Sheila, as we get closer to the end, and, uh, you know, based on That has a different meaning for everybody based on age, based on how involved they are, based on things going on in their life, their health, etc. But I'll tell you what, we want to be faithful to the one who died, shed his blood, who's coming back for us, and who's going to rule and reign on the earth. And I'm telling you point blank, in my opinion, people had better wake up because we are in incredibly dark times.
1: Well, a lot of people say to me, Steve, hey, nothing to see here because it's all unicorns and rainbows and peaches and cream because Donald Trump is in. Listen, it's not up to Donald Trump. And besides that, Donald Trump is just a man. I believe God is using him, but people have to quit putting their trust in Donald Trump. We need to put our trust in God. And and we are going to navigate through some dark times, folks. It's not going to be just all smooth sailing, even after this red tsunami, just what, six or seven days away here. Christians need to be doing spiritual warfare. We're in an incredible, epic end time battle here good versus evil. We need to be doing a lot of spiritual warfare. And I'll tell you something it's not about make America great again. And I've said this before America's not going to be. Truly great again until we stop this butchering and the bloodshed of the babies, aka Planned Parenthood, which ties into the spirit of Baal. I mean, Jezebel was a Baal worshiper. Why do you think you're seeing all these arches of Baal? These people, Steve, they're Baal worshippers. And by the way, speaking of Baal worshippers, which all these Hollywood minions are, did you see this inside the UNICEF's bizarre masquerade ball? It's up over there. Let's see. It went up today. Vigilant Citizen posted this. This is a who's who of the Baal-worshipping occult, isn't
0: it? And Sheila, I sent you. You're talking about UNICEF. I know symbols rule the world, not words nor laws. Inside UNICEF's bizarre masquerade ball, a look at the creepy symbolism surrounding UNICEF's yearly masquerade ball attended by affluent celebrities. You've got you know, some of the most powerful people in the world dressed up as the Baphomet, dressed up as Satan. You've got the Rothschilds portrayed. You've got, uh, I don't even know, oh, Lydia Hearst. I think that may be the Hearst heiress. Uh, I don't know that, but wearing a dress with an upside down cross. And then you've got an Instagram account where she looks like she's in leotards, leather boots, leather gloves, and the Baphomet hat. Then you've got the whole group wearing the different masks, similar to the uh, eyes wide shut. By the way, Stanley Kubrick was murdered over going to reveal the occult practices of uh, those in Hollywood. And then you see the dance floor. I'm trying to tell everybody, listen, ladies and gentlemen, go on the vigilantcitizen.com and see the excellent job they've done. You've got basically people being shown with the met horns, you've got all the different occult symbolism, you've got so much occult stuff, it's just too long, you've got the party featured mock cadavers on the dinner table, dismembered babies, uh, should a organization like UNICEF be inspired by such an event. Then you've got Project Monarch, which was one of the mind control. You've got Alexander McQueen, one of the favorite designers for the Illuminati with a woman with a headdress on Monarch Butterflies. Then you've got <laughs> a fashion show which you've got a model holding her own head in her hand then you've got all the secret mysteries with the uh, podesta. you'll have to look at all this stuff this is all on the vigilant citizen
1: yeah and keep in mind steve there was over 800 global leaders and celebrities and oh we've got to throw in philanthropist. This is a a red carpet event where the illustrious guests parade around in their Versace baphomet suits. You mentioned Hearst. William Randolph Hearst, her father was a 33rd degree Mason and a very powerful man in the media world. And stunningly, William Randolph Hearst was the one that gave Anton LaVey some big cash infusion to get his satanic Bible published through Hearst's Avon Publishing. That was done in 69, Flash forward a couple years later. What was next? Next, oh, LaVey's next book, The Satanic Rituals, published by Hertz Avon in 1972. What does that talk about? Oh, gee, the power... That blood sacrifice give the magician. This is straight out of Marina Abramovich's spirit cooking as far as I'm concerned. You mentioned Podesta. Well, of course, he's got to be in that cast of characters, doesn't he? Can't people connect the dots here, Steve? This is what these sick satanic freaks do, which, by the way, you mentioned Stanley Kubrick. That got Stanley Kubrick killed when he exposed their elite orgy occult sex magic rituals in Eyes wide shut, I believe he was murdered, Steve.
0: Right, I know somebody that knows him, as a matter of fact, very well, okay? And I won't say his name, but the point is, he said, Steve, he was murdered. He was warned not to go into the child sacrifice. He was going to do it, he actually recorded some scenes which are hidden away, and that's what got him killed. I I think that, let me just go look that up real quick. Uh, I forget what year that is, But now look at this. Everything that people warned about, look, Hollywood's bragging about their Satanism. You know, and by the way, it looks like 1999. It was with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman.
1: Yeah, I actually made the mistake years back. Watching that show and that thing is straight out of the pits of hell. And Steve, Why does the church not bat an eye? How is the church in such a dystopic, mind-blinding stupor when it comes to this stuff?
0: Well, I think the reason why the believers are so blind because of three things. Apathy, indifference, okay, and spiritual laziness the apathy and indifference, and I really believe they have their eyes wide shut. That's good. You know, I used, this is a true story, I used to be radically saved in the sense I'd talk about Jesus and, you know, in those days I walked in an open heaven when I first got saved, I'm talking about five years after my conversion in 72, and I literally would talk to people and they would put their fingers in their ears, this is not a metaphor, they would close their eyes and they would go, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it, la 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 la, 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 and they walk away. If you didn't see that, you'd think, man, well, and by the way, I never did drugs, for the record, okay, i just not a druggie, you know, I was, until I got saved, I was an alcoholic, but I wasn't a druggie, but the thing is, is that we're to the point now where, and here, let me give you a question and answer it as best you can, because I don't know I could answer it, what does it take beyond persecution to get the people of God's attention?
1: Well, aside from demons manifesting, I mean, you want to see some people snap out of their trance pretty fast. You start seeing in the spiritual realm, I think people will get a clue. And and I guess that's why I really always, my prayer group, I know this, we bind that mind-blinding spirit off the church because, I mean, a lot of people have been given straight over to a reprobate mind. God just handed them over. They don't have spiritual eyes to see these things. And really, Steve, aside from seeing fallen angels or giants or God's warring angels or demons literally manifest, I don't think, barring that, the church is going to wake up. Yep.
0: You know, do you remember a, and and I want to tell everybody they need to go to this. It's on my website. By the way, it's being hassled with tonight, big time, Sheila. You know, I've been fighting with people. I'm sorry. When they accuse me of just blatant uh, lies, then I take them on and, I, and maybe that's bad, you know. I believe you turn the other cheek with an insult, but when people start threatening to kill you and your family, you know, all bets are off. But here's something by Glenda Lomax, August 25th, 2016. And you know I wrote the book Little Creatures, you know, years ago. But here's something she said. This is speaking for the Lord. Take it to the Lord Jesus in prayer, everyone. This is a prophecy from 2016. In the world around you in times to come, my people will see the invisible realm. For those who you do not see now, this will be frightening, but it is for your good that I shall open your eyes then. Otherwise would the deception be so great, none of my people would survive at all. The creatures you shall see then are from the pits of heaven, Where the enemy of your soul reigns, they will attempt to terrify you, but I command you now, fear not. Do not give place the enemy in this way. You shall fear the Lord your God only, and him only shall you serve. Remember, when that time arrives, that when you are seeing this, it's not anything new, but things that are very ancient. They have always been around you, but you have not always needed to know this was so. In that time, it will be necessary, excuse me, for you to live without being deceived by those who are wolves. Sheep's clothing. Fear not, only believe in me. I am well able to protect you. This is interesting to me because I was just interviewed by John Parsons, okay? And John Parsons is on, um, it's a podcast, it's Gutenberg Gutenberg as a Bible. Potomatic.com. When I sent my film team two years ago, and John was a cameraman, along with a uh, missionary to the Solomon Islands. The Solomon Islands are where the live giant sightings, most contemporary, even in the last couple years, are being seen. But what's happening, Sheila, the more we find the giants, the more we find the legend of the little people. Now, when I say little people, I'm not talking about people who are dwarfs or like you see on television. I mean, no disrespect. I'm talking about six inches to 18 inch tall entities. And this is what my film team found. The former governor of of that the whole uh, New Guinea area, governor, okay, a Christian man, talked about seeing these little creatures. They're known as the Menahuni in Hawaii. They're known as the Narepan. Obviously in Thailand, they're known as the Kakamora. But what was astonishing is some of the most devout Christians were talking about seeing these little things. So the gates of hell have opened, and in my book, Little creatures, okay? God had me publish that years ago, and I said, Lord, why? Because everything you think are children's nursery rhymes, and Disney is one of the biggest offenders in this. Those basic simple nursery rhymes have incredible occult roots. Occult roots. And so what we're watching is a resurgence of the old gods. And one of the quotes I have in my book is this. The little people, when queried, made this statement, we be the spawn of the fallen ones. Hugo de Garis spoke about AI, artificial intelligence, for the record, I call it antichrist intelligence. This year at Branson, he'll be another guest speaker. He's gonna talk about, instead of SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, he's gonna be talking about the search for infra-particulate intelligence. Now, this is something that will blow people's minds. As infinite as the heavens are, and I believe they are infinite because God is infinite, so is the subatomic world world beyond just uh, amazons, gluons, uh, you know, all of these particles, those that are known and those that aren't known. And so when you even look at Steven Spielberg's Men in Black, do you remember those little creatures? Now, Hugo de Gaara is considered one of the top three minds in the world. So this is not a guy that you just blow away. And I'll tell you this, thank God he was a keynote speaker because he gave the finest, most astonishing speech, and I'll tell everybody the bottom line, but they need to order the DVDs or go on Vimeo uh, Video On Demand. They have to do that through Gen 6, but he said this. Remember, I'm called a fear porn monger. I'm called a, you know all the things I'm called. The point is, is his statement was this. Either we stop AI now, or it destroys all mankind. There is no future for your children or your grandchildren. He's coming from a secular, genius, scientific viewpoint. My book called Terminated, The End of Man, is here. You've got a non-Christian and then you've got somebody who's just trying to follow Jesus. We arrive at the same conclusions. The fascinating thing to me is in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established, ladies and gentlemen the 2018 DVDs of Branson in my opinion are some of the most thought provoking important presentations ever given in a conference anywhere and I exclude myself in that statement there were three or four who were not but yet they're arriving at the same conclusion and look I didn't agree with all the speakers even nutrition there. Once or twice, you know, I I was ready to come off my seat and Yeah, I really was. You know, there are people betting when I'd come off my seat because there was some stuff I just disagreed with. But here's the thing. You need, I need, we need to be exposed to this stuff to hear where science is going. And Sheila, again, we are at the point where the human race is faced with extinction. You better bloody well pay attention.
1: Well, you're absolutely right. And we've got to stand up and speak up and be heard because, listen, we're We're at the precipice of seeing the end of mankind as we know it. That also is what I talked about in my book, Technogeddon, subtitled The Coming Human Extinction. That's where we're at right now. And, you know, just FYI, that book will be released in 2019. But as I was writing it, I also started sort of writing a side chapter, which kind of ended up, well, it's ending up becoming a whole entire book. Who are the aliens and what is the subtitle? Well, you could imagine how shocked I was when I saw you guys post the next Gen 6 conference because your poster says a phrase that is right off of my it's a, a mock book cover. Who are the aliens? Subtitled, answering the alien question. So I really believe that we, we're we getting acclimated, Steve, for what the Pope, the United Nations, the globalists to come on the scene and say, they're here. Disclosure. We're going to see that play out, Steve.
0: Well, you know, we already have it, Sheila. And one of the things that I've been trying to do, and thank each and every one of you who's ever prayed for me, to those of you who have damned me, want me dead, threaten my family, may you be given the spirit of repentance. I mean that genuinely because I have literally seen hell. And I don't want even those people who, you know, I'm having a hard time forgiving some people, but even I don't want them to go there, although some of them will end up there because they just won't repent because they hate God so much, okay? But again, Sheila, the thing is, is that we're at a, can I say this? We are beyond the Rubicon. And I don't say that we're approaching civil war. I say we are starting civil war. And for the record, if people remember, less than a year ago, Vladimir Putin had a civil defense exercise where he moved 10 or 12 million people out of Moscow into the subway tunnels and took them to their Out shelters in in less than a day. There is no civil defense in the United States. We are sitting ducks. You know what my statement is? Sitting ducks end up dead ducks when everybody starts shooting. Listen, let me read this. This just came in from Al, okay? And this is uh, Mr. C. Al Cuphead and Sheila. The timestamp on this is like literally right now, okay? I'll send it to you. He said this. Red Dawn invasion about to hit. A desperate Red Dawn scenario invasion is about to unfold. It will reach mid-America before the end of the year, if not defeated within days of the invasion. Gun control advocates will be among the most disdained and hated. Guns defeat invasion forces, not cheap political talk, accusations and finger pointing. The attack will not be limited to the border. It will be unleashed throughout America. Cities will become war zones akin to Aleppo, Syria. American war refugees Will pour out the cities and into the suburbs and rural areas, none of whom are ready to receive the deal. With these who have nothing left, hello FEMA camps. No invader will be safe. They will be hunted, slam like animals during hunting season. America and Americans will tell the bleeding hearts and courts, go to hell. The death toll will not be in the thousands, but hundreds of thousands. If it becomes an absolute survival, not only for America but personal survival, the death will be in the millions. I'm going to send this to you, Sheila. Food, water, fuel, housing, personal hygiene, infrastructure, medical, dental, optical medications, all will be a short supply or unavailable. Shop for supplies now. I want to put an end to this dumbass statement. I would look, uh, dumbass is a biblical term. I have faith. God will provide. And no, he won't unless you do what you can do. Noah could have said, hey, I got faith. God, you can deliver me. God said, build an ark. And people ask me a question. Where are the cities of refuge? I don't know. When do we go into them? When our money fails. What is 99% of the internet talking about? It's talking about the coming stock market crash. It's talking about even tonight when China backs the renminbi, their currency, with gold. China, Russia, now even some of the European countries are loading up on gold and Americans are still settling for paper, and the American gold market is being driven down in the futures market in order to buy up all the physical gold. I've been called all these years, you you speak fear, Steve, to sell gold. Hello? God created the gold and silver, and he saw the gold of Ophir was good. And the point is, Sheila, that men will settle for that which is created by fiat currency, which is a total fraud, okay? Money that has nothing to back it up. They quote, they shall throw their silver and gold in the streets, that's in the day of the Lord, that's when in one day God, prior to the return of Jesus, settles a score. At that point, gold and silver. But in the book of Daniel, it talks about the Antichrist is going to take gold and silver. So the evil knows they have to have that, which has the greatest lure. So I'm just telling people this. Look, you're believing lies if you believe that it's good old times until Jesus comes, and it's not. Uh, Before Branson... I made a statement, I think five months. I think I said it on your show, too, if if, if I didn't correct me, Sheila, but I said, the Lord has told me after Branson, everything changes and the word normal will no longer apply. Do you remember me saying that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You said that on my show. And, you know, this kind of ties into this, Steve, because there are systems under judgment. There's no doubt about that. And, of course, you know, the Antichrist system is is, well, if not here, coming soon to a city near you, how do we reconcile Second Timothy 3, this also that in the last days perilous times shall come? It's not going to be unicorns, fuzzy slippers, and rainbows. This, this is a serious statement here in what does it say right then we were just talking about this Steve for men shall be lovers of their own selves this selfie nation covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy there you go there's Hollywood without natural affection truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, and what else? Despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Guess what, folks? That totally describes where the world's right at now. But Steve, I mean, we see in Second Chronicles 7, 14, what it says there, God does move through the prayers of his people. Can we push back the timeline through our prayers and repentance as believers?
0: Absolutely. And I believe we stepped up to the game and a lot of people prayed and repented, okay? I know Pastor Langford and I were on Doug Hagman's show for seven weeks straight, one night a week, praying and calling out to God to forgive us our sin, you know? And I believe God changed the course of history. Not because it was us, but because we took him at his word. I want to know when Jesus asked me the question, and then he asked me another question, and this is interesting, Sheila. This was kind of a cool question. He said, Steve, what part of the word whole do you not understand when my word says the whole world lies in the evil one? I want to go on record. I see Trump as a fallible human being. I believe God writes the last pages of history, not the devil. I believe that Donald Trump is basically, whether he's a baby Christian, I know this, he surrounds himself with people of faith. He absolutely had a mother that believed in the living God, and she probably claimed the word, train up a child in the way of the Lord, and when he's old, he won't depart. Isn't that cool? Who does Donald Trump honor? His mother. What's behind? him, the Oval Office, his mother's Bible, look over his right-hand shoulder. So I absolutely refute the idea. You know the people, we won't name them, that are, you know, saying Trump's the Antichrist, blah, blah, blah. And again, I would say this, bovine laundry, and I'll spell it out, sheet. How would any Christian ever say that? One that's tired of watching the innocent be slaughtered. One that's tired of watching people be beheaded. One that's tired of watching such heinous crimes Crimes against the innocents, one that's tired of watching Western civilization simply look away as their women are raped, their children are sacrificed, the blood is flowing and it's flowing into goblins, and they're toasting the Prince of Darkness. That's what the church has to wake up to. And how dare they keep their mouths silent? And how dare they deny the very Lord that saved them? And that's what the scripture says, Sheila. And I'm sorry to get so angry, but let me tell you this. If we have World War III, and we've got two or three days or two or three years left, I don't know. But you better bloody well worry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm using the word bloody in the sense that it's a bloody planet. This planet is ready to get baptized in blood along with fire. You better be more concerned with what you're going to say as a Christian when you stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't give me this cop-out saying, "It's by faith we're saved, not of works as any man should boast. That's true. That's salvation. But Paul also said, know ye not that every man shall give account? In other words, we're going to, as Christians, stand before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. And that literally puts the fear of God into me because Sheila... God holds his people responsible.
1: Yeah, that's well said. And you know what? That's it right there. You just nailed it. There's no fear of the Lord anymore, and that is the biggest problem. There's no fear or reverence of Almighty God. And
0: that's the bottom line. That's my favorite scripture. People go, well, I can't figure out what's going on. Simple. It's there is no fear of the Lord because the Bible says, through the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. But listen, the people who have embellished themselves, I get emails. I get actual emails from Lucifer. Obviously, the real devil doesn't use email. I get email from servants of hell. The insanity that rules the day is beyond even what I believe most people can embrace and if they can't embrace present day insanity woe unto them. Let me give you one last, do you remember one and this is something, this is a God statement, no word of God and I didn't make this up spoken by a man of God is ever received by the people of God at the time it's given. You've heard me say that right? I have, yeah. And basically when Jesus was being goaded into answering the Pharisees, he simply said, which of the prophets did your fathers not kill? People do not truly believe that God still speaks to his people. There's no indication that a conversation is simply us just speaking to the heavens. Jesus said, he's a good shepherd, his sheep hear his voice, and another will they not follow.
1: Yeah, well, one of the biggest things people say, Sheila, pray for me, I have discernment. Folks, the word of God is a discerner. And one of the biggest things people have to got to stop doing, and you know what? This really ties in with the fact that when this broadcast airs, it'll be Halloween day, October 31st. And what does the word say? Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather what rather reprove them expose them this is the stuff we're talking about on this broadcast tonight folks do you know steve this is shocking aunt lave said about halloween well i'm sure glad christian parents let their children worship satan at least one night of the year people completely open themselves up to complete demonic affliction you want to talk about bringing a curse on your household let your children participate in Halloween. This holiday is straight out of the pit of hell. Don't be deceived. Let me share something. I was in prayer. I, most people know,
0: you know, I wish I could sleep through the night, but sometimes I post in the night when I get up, you know, because I, I just can't sleep. But I felt last week the Lord spoke to me. He said, Steve... Give my people a warning. Halloween this year and from this point on will be different. They must be careful not to partake of the devil's recipe. They will reap in their bodies and in their minds. And if you say, oh, he's just trying to scare us. How dare you as a blood-bought Christian celebrate the most evil, deadly, wicked, and perverse holiday in creation. You're worshiping Satan. And you can say, oh, I just have a fall. That's well. the kids just dress up. Let me share this. It's not what you think. It's what the evil knows. I'm going to say this again, Sheila. I felt the Lord said, warn my people from this point on. And, and look, maybe that means God's allowed them out of ignorance or whatever. But this point on, anybody who is dressing up, and I'm saying this as uh, Halloween characters or the blood, the gore, you're going to see the out. Of that which your body is uh, yielding itself to. To whom you yield yourself to, that's whose servant you become. It scares me. Even now, as I'm on with you, Sheila, right now, I'm getting electricity flowing through my body. It's like electricity flowing. Jesus said he felt uh, virtue or power go out from him. Please, ladies and gentlemen, ask the Lord if this is honoring to Jesus. And if you still do it, then I'm going to tell you this. Be prepared to absolutely deal with unseen
1: evil and unimaginable events in your life that you've never had to deal with before. Well said. Well, with a countdown to the midterm mayhem and madness, Steve. Insanity does rule the day. And I think this would be very fitting to pray in the last part of the program. Steve, if you would, please, we will all stand in agreement with you if you would pray, sir.
0: Well, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray... For everyone listening to my voice tonight because God, everything I speak, I will give account for. And God, I rebuke the spirit of fear off the people and the fear that's soon to come upon the whole land. God, you are a refuge. You are our secret hiding place. Lord, we put our trust. We look to you. And Lord, I pray, as I prayed on Hagman's show before and other shows, I pray that everybody who loves you, Lord, that's listening to this broadcast, that has a personal relationship with you would be hidden, Lord, in the ark of the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask, Lord God, in your mercy that you'll have everyone within my sound of my voice who loves you, Lord, to be at the right place at the right time and to be made invisible to all evil. I ask, Lord, for a supernatural, transformational encounter with you, Lord God. You said, behold, you're the Lord God of heaven. Is anything too hard for you? The answer is absolutely not. Lord, touch. Sheila, be with her, Lord. God, give those who love you favor. Lord, help people who love you, who have the means to help those who don't have the means. I pray for the brokenhearted, Lord. Bring them into families. You said, Lord, you set the solitary in families. I pray you give the lonely friends Godly, friends. I pray, Lord, you those who are tormented on mind control, in the name of Jesus, Satan, lose your hold over them. Father, I pray you set them free. Father, I pray you grant forgiveness to those who cannot forgive themselves. I pray you speak clearly to those who have longed to hear your voice, Lord. I pray you speak clearly to those who are still holding on to promises that, God, they've nurtured them all these years. Bring those promises to birth. Bring them and forth, God. I pray for the anointings that are within the body of Christ, within the individuals who love you and are called by your name. I pray you release the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You told the disciples to go and tarry in Jerusalem until the promise of the Father had come upon them. You said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Father, there is very little power manifest in your body. I pray, God, for a baptism and a release of power. Lord, I loose your warring angels. I loose the spirit of conviction and revelation to those who you've been dealing with all these years. Bring them into your kingdom, Lord. Show them, Lord show them though their sins be as scarlet you'll make them white as wool and God we just give you the praise and the glory in Jesus name let tonight be that night where the people of God or when they hear this broadcast the following night and I guess as Sheila said tomorrow night is Halloween God protect your people Lord convict them in Jesus name we just praise you give you glory and honor And father you are holy God we're not without you we are not nothing but God as the cherubim and the seraphim cry out to you. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which is and was, and is to come. The whole earth will be filled with your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Powerful prayer. Thank you so much, Stephen. I want to say on behalf of my listeners, I think I speak for all of us when I say thank you for being a strong watchman on the wall all these years, for everything you do for the body of Christ. I can count on my hands, my favorite people. And really, Steve, you are one of them. I know you are very genuine. We appreciate you. We love you. And I thank you so much for what you do. And we just want to thank you for coming on the show today, Steve, And and thank you for your prayers. I know you've been praying for my dad. And I really appreciate that. And just really want to extend my gratitude for that. and, And just thank you for everything you do, sir.
0: Thank you, Sheila. May the God of heaven give you such an anointing with your father. May he literally send his angels, and may your dad literally be telling you about his visitation. Let the glory of God fill the room that he's in, and Sheila, blessings to you in Jesus' name.
1: Thank you so much, Steve. Folks, that was Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. Folks, lock in your early bird special tickets. Remember what he said, if you sign up before December 31st, you're going to save $25 a ticket. True Legends, the conference. This is the third annual, True Legends, by the way, answering the alien question, which is also the subtitle of another book I'm working on called Who Are the Aliens? And like he said, the DVDs shipped out for the 2018 True Legends, the Transhumanism in the Hybrid Age. You can order video on demand and DVD. That is at gen6.com, G E N S I X.com. And you can navigate around there and find everything you need. Lastly, listen, if you would like to donate to our family's medical GoFundMe account, it is the McClarty Medical Fund expenses are really piling up. My dad is deemed terminal with this brain tumor and obviously unable to work. And it's fallen on my sister and I to tackle all these surmounting costs. And I'd really appreciate help. Listen, every little bit helps. So if you go to www.sheila.media, it would mean a lot to me if you go on up there to the donate page, you'll see on the menu bar donate, you click on that and at the very top you'll see McClarty Medical. And you can give any amount, and all amounts are very appreciated. I thank you so much for your support, and please be lifting my father up in prayer. He just turned 70, and this has come as a real shock to my family, especially considering it's inoperable. And then there's the lung cancer they found too. I am believing for healing, but in any event, I do appreciate your prayers. And I'm doing a very special show this weekend coming up. So make sure you do subscribe to my YouTube. Follow me on all the social media links. All that is over there at www.sheila.media, not .com, .media. And we'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless.